0: Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right, welcome back as we continue to work our way through a finally a Friday. Hopefully things are going well for you. Don't forget uh, Captain Rick coming up in about 15 minutes. 605, former Jag, 11-year. NFL veteran Dave Wydell played with the Jags. Of course, uh, Denver Broncos also played with the Dallas Cowboys. He'll join us at 6.05. We'll talk a little bit about the Jags. Also get into the uh, playoffs. We'll see what uh, Dave thinks about uh, his one-time team, the Denver Broncos. We'll do that at 6.05. 6.30 tonight, Sam and I will get our uh, picks as uh, we roll into the weekend. This is a tough one, Sam. I uh, Maybe I, I just won't uh, uh, bet this weekend. I mean like week 16. I wouldn't. It's a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one and uh, and and, and John, John seemed a little uh skeptical on some of those.
0: There's at least two of them that I know I wouldn't get anywhere near with a 10-foot pole. If any of them I think it would be the 49 ers though. Yeah. I, I that remember. would be the only one and even and even still um that one there's still plenty of question marks on on that one. I I would just stay away from this weekend. Maybe if anything wait till uh next weekend once the team once the team comes off with the first round buys but even then uh, there's a possibility of having a little bit there's always that possibility of uh, having a little too much rest at times. Those teams that, um, that miss Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. Forgot right. to skip it. All
1: right. All right. Chiefs at the Colts. Uh, we'll get into that as uh, Wild Card Weekend rolls upon us. Now joining us, a uh, very busy man, Mike KSB Nation. Plus, uh, follow Mike on Twitter at Mike underscore E underscore K K A Y E as he now joins us on the Case Financial Group Hotline. Uh, Mike, welcome in. How are you? Wild Card Weekend. How's everything, buddy?
2: It's going well. I'm happy I don't have to follow Dave White L, man. That would be a, <laughs> a tough order. Uh,. <laughs> But um, everything's going well. Uh, you know, the Eagles are winning. It's fun to watch Eagles football again, and uh, I think this, this Saints Eagles matchup is going to be fun for everybody.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is a very exciting game. Uh, we, we were talking earlier about, you know, joking around, who would you pick in this game if you're going to lay a little money on it. Uh, obviously, the strong point, I guess we would just say, for the Eagles, Mike, it's it's the uh, the run game with uh, Shady McCoy, uh, 1,600 yards. Just a remarkable, remarkable season for him. Does the weather, Mike, uh, become an issue for three throwing the ball up there in Philly this weekend?
2: Well, it's expected to be 25 degrees at kickoff. Um, that's typically... well, And they've also removed uh, thousands of pounds of snow from the link this morning. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, You're looking at probably a ground-and-pound type game. Uh, I think that does favor the Eagles. Uh, LaShawn McCoy led the league in yards from scrimmage, all-purpose yards, and rushing this season and broke the record for rushing and uh, yards from scrimmage for the Eagles franchise this season. So I think if you're going to use him, plus you have backups, Chris Polk and Bryce Brown, uh, it's a deadly combination and the Saints aren't all that great they're giving up over 110 yards on the ground so I think that greatly favors the Eagles and you know Kelly isn't about time of possession but if you get late in the game and it's a close game the Eagles can really ride that one out
1: yeah and when you look at with the Saints as far as them uh, obviously their their strong point is uh, you know the passing the ball they're second ranked in passing uh, and, and they're obviously pretty good at stopping the pass but uh, I guess the the issue with the Saints is going to be trying to stop that run game Uh, what do you make of Nick Foles Uh, and obviously this has been a remarkable season Uh, we were talking about uh, coach of the year, we kind of talked about some of the coaches, Uh, Chip Kelly's got to be a guy that would have to be considered for coach of the year because at the beginning of the season who's going to be the quarterback, what do you do he goes with Nick Foles, Uh, two interceptions 27 touchdowns, this this kid has really seemed to be dialed in Mike
2: yeah, don't forget the the three rushing touchdowns and also finishing the season with more rushing yards than Darren Sproles. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you and I talked about it in the offseason, and I know you were very big on Michael Vick, yep. but uh, I stayed, stayed firm on, on Nick Foles, and I yep. think he's You're rewarding sure. me with my confidence in him. You know, I think Chip Kelly's done an awesome job, I think, uh, He's really brought out the best in Nick's game. I mean, we saw some stuff as a rookie that he was a competent quarterback, but this, now we're looking at a guy who in a couple of years has the potential to be a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning like quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's extremely smart. He's extremely efficient. He's extremely accurate. Um, he controls the huddle very well. He's only 24. Right. right. Um, and you know, you don't throw 27 touchdowns and have just two interceptions if you're lucky or it's just based on coaching he's he's made the right decision you know he's not afraid to throw the ball down field he's not a game manager he does take risks um he'll throw the uh, the eagles uh broke the 2001 rams uh 20 player more record they had 99 on the season and 80 of those were passing so i think you know, from the out, from the national perspective, I think a lot of people think it's all chip or it's you know it's fluky. But really, he's Nick has proved everybody wrong in literally every game. You wanted to see him win a cold weather game, he won that. You wanted to see them play from behind, they did that. You wanted to see him win a playoff game. Last week, make no mistake, was a playoff game, and he won that one. Sure. So I think I think Nick Foles has a really bright future, whether it's with the Eagles or down the road with somebody else.
0: You know, Mike, earlier in the season, well, actually, I, I should say the preseason, we got a chance to see the Eagles, and there were a couple of players that really stood out in that game, one of those being starting tight end Brent Selick. But throughout the years, Zach Ertz has really come through as a second tight end to compliment him, and, and the numbers are actually pretty much the same or, or very similar for those two guys. Just talk about what you've seen from Zach Ertz throughout the year and coming up now in a big game for him in a playoff game uh, against the Saints. Well,
2: Zach, is Zach's more of the move tight end, and Brent Selick's more of the inline tight end. What I mean by this is Brent just primarily a blocker. Uh, He's used to block a lot. If you look at the stats, Fedden really haven't been the focus of Chip Kelly's offense. I think that that was his idea coming in but I think he's really liked the three-wide receiver look with Jason Avant, Deshaun Jackson, and Riley Cooper a little bit better, so they've kind of shied away from that. Zach Ertz has greatly improved as a blocker, but he's not a prolific blocker like Brent Selleck is, so it's kind of bitten into his snaps and and his looks. But I think Zach Ertz is having an amazing rookie year. He's had uh, one of the best rookie years for a tight end, numbers wise, since uh, Rob Gronkowski, so um, he, I, I think if you're looking at him, I think a good matchup is against uh, Roman Harper, who's going to play safety, He's filling in for Kenny Vaccaro for the Saints, mm. uh, who broke his ankle. So I think if you're looking at Zach Ertz, I think Zach Ertz is a good. Key player for the Eagles in this game, especially with Nick Foles uh, throwing uh, Checkdowns at times. And he really is able to look down the field. And Zach has an uncanny ability to get open.
1: Uh, you know, Mike, you look at the season, and, and obviously there was some up and down deals, but uh, things really turned around for Riley Cooper, didn't they? They kind of just, everybody was a hesitant about what was going to happen. And obviously, he showed what he had on the field, ended up with uh, 835 yards this season at eight touchdowns. And it's been really a big piece to this puzzle to where this team is today.
2: Yeah, back in, um, back in week five, I believe it was, before the Buccaneers game, um, I wrote a column about how ineffective he was as a starter. And this was with Michael Vick as the quarterback. Uh, what he proceeded to do was prove me wrong in every single way. Um, he was, he finished third in, uh, well, he finished technically ninth in the league in yards per catch. But of, uh, wide receivers with 50 catches or more, he finished third. Um, He's a, a prolific blocker. That is the number one thing with Chip Kelly. He wants to make sure you can block. And mm-hmm. Riley has done an amazing job. I mean, you look at what LaShawn McCoy's done, it's mostly because of the offensive line, but you also have to give credit to Brent Sellick and, and Jason Avant and Riley Cooper. And I think he's got a good future in Philadelphia. Um I'm not sure he has a number two market anywhere in the league mm-hmm. other than Philly just because of his blocking prowess. But uh Nick Foles and Riley Cooper have developed a very, very good chemistry. Um So I think that his future is bright, and I think he's going to have a big game this this, uh, this upcoming playoff matchup.
1: All right, what do you like the uh, Kansas City game and the Colts? And then obviously uh, T.Y. Hilton along with Kobe Fleener, they've really stepped up. We know Reggie Wayne was injured. Uh, the, those two guys have done very well catching the ball from uh, Andrew Luck as they continue on. Donald Brown having a good season carrying the ball. Uh, how do you like that this matchup? And, 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 you know, Andy Reid, uh, I guess he upset a lot of people around the NFL by resting most of his players last week, which, you know, I, I would understand why not keep your guys healthy. The, uh, how do you like this team uh, the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Colts uh, on uh, Saturday
2: well I mean I think the league need, also needs to remember that uh, their two best pass rushers were coming off the injury Tom Hulley and Justin Houston mm-hmm. uh, entering this last game and they're both going to return you want to rest your guys the whole key to getting into the playoffs is having a healthy team going into the right. playoffs and I think that's what Andy Reid was looking into uh, if you're the Chiefs I think Kobe Sleener scares the heck out of you. I mean, Derek Johnson is likely to draw him, and so is Derek Barry. Um, you know, the Colts beat the Chiefs earlier this season. Uh, even though I think the Chiefs aren't as good of a team as, as, I mean, sorry, the Colts aren't as good as the team as the Chiefs. Um, I think it's really going to come down to quarterback play. Is Alex Smith going to be a game manager, or is he going to take risks <laughs> right. like Andrew Luck is? Right. I mean, I think it's really going to come down because the Colts' defense has improved over the last few weeks. Uh, the Chiefs obviously had a really good defense to start the season, and they had some injuries, and the offense had to take over. Which Alex Smith shows up this week? Because I think that's going
1: to determine the game. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Uh, moving ahead to Sunday, real quick, uh, Mike. Uh, Chargers and Bengals. You know, we know the Chargers. Uh, you know, four and four are on the road. They're nine and seven. They got in, and uh, you look at what the Bengals do at home, eight and zero. But then you see what Andy Dalton did last week, throwing the ball around, uh, four interceptions. Uh, how do you like this matchup between these two teams?
2: Um, I think you know the San Diego. Uh, well, San Diego almost lost to the Chiefs' backups that we mentioned. <laughs> right. So I mean, I don't think that that's a. And and honestly, they should have. If, if that right. special, if right. two special teams penalties were called, mm-hmm. that's ball game. Mm-hmm. So um, I love what Philip Rivers is doing. I like what Mike McCoy has done for their offense. But really, if you look at if you look at the matchup, the Bengals should win this one easy. They're they're often awesome at home. Uh, Dalton when he's not. Brett Favre on a bad day, uh, you know, he's putting up points. I think AJ Green makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I really like the, the Bengals to actually win big and actually win Marvin Lewis' first. Uh, playoff game mm-hmm. as a head coach, which is kind of crazy because
1: he's been around for over a decade. Yeah, so. You know, Mike, a lot of people are saying hey, it'd be an upset if the Packers win at home. I, you know, would it be an upset? I would have to say yes if they were able somehow, you know, beat the 49ers. I, you got to like Kaepernick, the way he can throw the ball, knows how to run with the ball. Uh, a Hall of Famer would, would be Gore uh, over 1,000 yards, I think 1,100 yards this year. Do, do you like uh, the Packers having any kind of a shot against the 49ers up there in, in Lamb We know the, the bit or cold, they're talking about that, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, negative five degrees doesn't yeah. sound like a really fun time for a team that's been playing in San Francisco. So, uh, what, you know, I think the Packers have a shot. I think it's the NFL. I think any team can, mm. you know, we, like we said, the, you know, the Chiefs' backups almost beat the Chargers. So it's any given Sunday. And um, I think this matchup, believe it or not, like I'm probably in the minority, but I actually think this is one of the tougher ones to pick. I mean, we haven't seen Kaepernick in heavy weather. Mm. It's going to be nasty out there. I mean, if you've ever played, I mean, Jacksonville, I mean, the coldest I remember playing even, you know, flag football right. and, and intramurals probably like 30 degrees, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to imagine. Um, The hits are going to be very hard. That's what I worry about with Aaron Rodgers. You know, you're coming off a broken collarbone. If he gets hit enough times, that could be really bad for his future. But, um, no, I think the Packers have a shot. Uh, It's about how their defense shows up. I mean, their defense isn't very good. If Kaepernick's able to sling it and run across the field all game, then obviously they have no shot. But if they're uh, keeping him contained, Mm -hmm. I think that that makes them very one-dimensional and they're only going to be able to run the ball and I think,
1: you know, Aaron Rodgers can put a point. Yeah, and, and Sam made a great point, too, that uh, Clay Matthews will not play. So, I mean, and obviously that may, you know, also kind of, uh, you know, get him behind a little bit in the, in the defense. But uh, it really should be exciting. Mike, uh, as always, thanks so much for your time. Uh, follow Mike on Twitter at Mike underscore E underscore K-K-A-Y-E. And, of course, Bleeding Green Nation also writes for SB Nation. Mike, thanks so much, and uh, Happy New Year to you. And uh, thanks so much. Enjoy Wild Card Weekend. Same to you guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, appreciate your time. Mike K does an outstanding job. Mike underscore E underscore K, K-A-Y-E does an outstanding job.